0: All right, Mena fans, welcome back to Minifandom, fandom, or, or is this the Aussie Minifan fan show? I don't know. I'm, I'm confused because I've got my, my old co-host, my original co-host from the network, uh, Jamie. Jamie, last time you were on the show, uh, Kirk wished brain cancer
1: on you. Um, yep. How are you going? Uh, in recovery, full remission now. So uh, <laughs> he hasn't killed me yet. I know he'll try again eventually, maybe, but uh, I'm not dead yet, but it's to be back it's been way too long
0: yeah um so, so where are you with the kms show do you still listen do you still love it
1: every episode up to date i do still love it i don't watch the recap shows that uh justin's been doing but i, I will get no, back into yeah, it but you yeah, haven't missed no one no one can watch
0: them they're, they're terrible okay so
1: i'm not i'm not alone there but yeah haven't missed the show so yeah loving it it's getting better and better
0: yeah, and uh, I mean, I don't know if you remembered, but, um, you know, in our early Aussie Minifan shows way back in, like, late 2019, we, you know, we spoke about going to Boston and and going to a Minifan event and meeting the Minifans. Well, well, I've done it, Jamie. I've, I've, I I've I've climbed the mountain. I've made the pilgrimage. I even, you know, stormed the Watertown Studios. I mean, <laughs> it was a glorious moment for the Australian Minifan Club.
1: It really was. And I had a massive amount of FOMO seeing you over um, there, he, them talking about you being outside the st- studio protesting, getting in there to have Kirk on Minifandom. Fandom. I don't know why he didn't put you on the main show. It's what the T-shirts are all about. But, yeah, my fo- my FOMO was real. I'm sure Jackson, a long-term Minifan fan from Australia, was also experiencing just as much FOMO as I was. But, yeah, absolute jealous of everything you got to do over there, <laughs> meeting the Minifans, fans, meeting Kirk, going to the show, yeah, huge FOMO. I'm planning to be there in March. That's how desperate I am okay. to go over there. So, I, okay, well, it's, you mean know, it would be good if
0: there's, it would be good if there's always one Australian representative at the big shows like this. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was incredible. the the, the Mini fans are. Uh, w- so nice jamie it's it's um yeah it's it's hard to believe even the ones that aren't nice online you know nice in person so oh it's weird um, how that works huh yeah (laughs) Uh, so yeah good stuff um all right well um let's get into taking care of business um so, so just an update for all the listeners out there. I mean, Red's quit the show. I haven't decided on a, a permanent co-host. I'm, I'm thinking about rotating it around. I'd love to maybe do, you know, one a month with Jamie, one a month with, um, you know, Montante. Who knows? Who knows? I was just thinking I haven't really landed on anyone yet. Um, you got any advice on that one, Jamie?
1: Montante would be good, and he's also a recognized guest on the main show. You know, Apple Podcasts yeah. recognize him as a regular contributor <laughs> yes. for his one show. Host. <laughs> yeah, but he's good. He brings a lot of uh, opinions and takes. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's yeah. pretty good. And, you know, he's been on the main show. So he's been in the seat that you sat in. So yeah. he'd be very good. I don't know, really. I mean, would that you, would, would, you, do it. would you Would you do one a month? Yeah, I could do one a month. Definitely. Yeah. Now that I'm settled in everything I'm doing now, I'm living in the Gorgeous um, Cronulla, Cronulla Beach area. So. Oh, so you're not that far from me now. Well, kind of.
0: <laughs> well, not, <laughs> not as far as you bridge. were. Not as far yeah, as no, you no, were.
1: nowhere near as far as I was. <laughs> but nah, nah settled now. Everything's getting back into rhythm. So yeah, I could do easily do one a month. Yeah, good. Um, Who else could
0: you reach um, out? I mean, oh, well. You, you do you know you do you know Beyond Average Mick, um, the bu- the guy with the bug eyes. So look, listen, don't don't feel embarrassed <laughs> for not knowing him. I know um, the
1: podcast because they call yeah. the show all the time and talk about the, sh- the podcast. Yeah. And the show. So
0: yeah, well, Beyond Average Mick is might be someone to come on occasionally, but I think he's a bit upset upset with me because I, uh, you know, he 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 did a minifan blog straight after the Wilbur, and and my thing is Jamie. I think there's going to be a lot of people that after they see what happened to Chris Klemmer, they, they sort of start Ooh. to think, well, KMS is kind of our way into Barstool. And I don't think Mick intended it that way, but I just like to take the shot because it was so obvious. But what do you think <laughs> about the Chris Klammer effect?
1: I I know it's going to scare a lot of Minifans fans because, you know, he, he is what we all want, right? You know, we talk about – it's what we used to say about GVE you know John BA and all them that they only wanted to be a part of the Kirk Minahan world to get into Barstool which was you know absolutely false and fabricated but you know we've seen it happen Kirk let someone get close that he thought was legitimate take off to allegedly greener pastures I'm not gonna lie it would be my dream job to work for Barstool but I know I don't have a hope in hell which I mean let's be honest I do not think Chris did either so
0: (laughs) but but the thing is though like now it's kind of taken out of Kirk's hands. Like he was very encouraging of Chris and he, he kind of yeah. pushed him into the idol and stuff. But if, if I don't know, if someone comes into the orbit and, and Portnoy likes him and Portnoy says, oh, I wouldn't mind that guy in Miami, like sees him in a video with Kirk, then I don't know, like what can
1: Kirk and- do? I mean, let's face it, he likes weird-looking guys, Dave Mino fans mm-hmm. are a weird-looking bunch, so exactly. he's got plenty numbers. to choose from
0: there. Time <laughs> a, a dozen. Um, it's a good stable to go to. Yeah. Um, and, and last bit of taking care of business, look, if you haven't um, listened, go back and listen to the four Wilbur review shows. I think I gave the most comprehensive review of, of the show with, you know, Montante, Mayo, um Dava and Lauren and B&B, to, you know, just going into all the, the, the whole festivities, you know, Kirk was upset that, you know, we didn't focus all the review just on him. Um, <laughs> But I have to say, like, the shows were amazing, Jamie, but, you know, meeting at- all the Minna fans was just as amazing. Like, you know, but yeah, it was knows, incredible.
1: He knows that. Live shows are a chance for the minifans to get together. Yeah. I know he doesn't really like it, but he knows that's what's going to happen. So, of course, you know, you're going to review the show and it looked phenomenal. The behind the scenes video I watched was amazing, gave me so much FOMO. Kirk's actually got a really good voice. I know he probably downplays it a bit, but way better than Bruce Springsteen, that's for sure. But it's about minifans getting together, getting drunk together, as we saw, and catching up over, I mean, the great man that brought us all together, Podcast Jesus himself. So he might not like it, but You've got, you got to love what he's built here. It's everything you wanted to build when he was at WEI, when he went to radio.com, and now he's got it at Barstool Sports.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, just a great night. Great night, great minute fans. All right, let's get into show stuff. Um, all right, so we'll, we'll, uh, look, you start us off. I said bring some show takes. Um, What do you got for
1: me? So I wanted to touch on the Chris Clemmer thing, right, because I know – it's been said, Justin said it in the DMs to Viva Lestool that he rightfully got lambasted for, that 95% of the Minifan world hates Chris Clemmer now, doesn't like him. I am one of the 5% that likes him, and I'm proud of him. I'm stoked the fact that he's got this opportunity, because let's face it, he didn't have a job before, so he needed a job, and Kirk pushed him to do it. It's unfortunate that he shunned the show in the lead up to Idol and everything like that. It would have been good to have him there, so they could sort of pick his brain about what he's thinking, how he's feeling, what he's doing to prepare to, to woo them other than just look weird. But I'm a Chris Clemmer guy. I, he was good on the yak the other other day. They just kept making his head massive, which was probably why I liked him so much. But, yeah, <laughs> I'm one of the few Minna fans, I think, that still likes Chris Clemmer. And I'm, I'm proud of him. He's living my dream. He's working for basketball sports. You know, I was Aussie Stooley when I first came into this Kirk Minahan world. And now he's dead, but, God, I wish... I, you no. know, that would be a dream job to, to work for yeah, Bristol Sports, but I'm not going to use can, Kirk to do it.
0: Can you believe that happened though? Like, no. of all the Mina fans, you know, would you have ever picked Chris Clammer
1: as the one to I would get have picked, like, Gig and Tony? Like, like Gig, anyone, Gig and Tony anyone but could have done Chris. it. I had yeah, the best like, day
0: with them. The best day with them.
1: The only reason he got it was just because he looks weird. You know, mm. Dave said it on the the Portnoy show. He said he just he just looks like someone I want around me. He just looks weird. You know, he hired Frank the Tank. The guy's as about as entertaining as a tree stump, but he has a job at Boston because <laughs> he looks weird. So, you know, it's the Dave Portno yeah. way.
0: Yeah, I mean, I look. I really like Chris. I had a really nice dinner with him. Terrific, terrific fellow. Um, no doubt about it. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I I'm I'm in the five percent that likes him. Um, you know, he, he's he's done some things that have disappointed me and yeah. he, he, he wasn't maybe quite exactly who I thought he was. But, you know, we had a great dinner together. Um, he can get a bit, like, cunty, a bit shirty when, um, you know, you, you confront him with stuff. But, um, you know, we, we had a good chat. We fleshed out some of the things I, I've just put, talked about. I'm in a fandom. And, you know, like you, I just want to see him do well. But I can yeah. also see why if you're Kirk, you just, like, clean yeah. break fuck
1: off yeah I, th- I thought it was weird that he showed up to the show because even I got the, the the idea from Kirk that hey you're not a part of it anymore I don't really want you there because it's going to be a distraction you know obviously the Minna fans even if you like him they're going to boo him because it's part of the show but the clean break's a good idea let him go to Barstool he's in New York now he's going to be in Miami eventually or Dave's sort of iffy about that whether or not he's going to take him but he seems to think he's going down there so but yeah clean break from the show enough with the Viva La tag and Kirk Minahan show you know the Miniverse, it's time to distance ourselves from Chris Clemmer, just like we did Matt Carano. <laughs> that was a smarter yeah. decision than this one, but, you know. I, I just yeah, want yeah. to also say, Kirk's always right, but I was right. One of the Aussie Minifan shows, I had a take about how Matt Carano is only using Kirk Minahan to get closer to Vastor or to build his own profile. I was right. I was right. Yep, yeah, you were did spot it. on with that. Kirk realized it. And, I mean, Chris Clemmer's a part of that, but he wasn't as bad as Carano at the start. Mm. But, yeah, I, I was right. I'm. I'm gathering you don't listen to Carano's new podcast Rome. No, not at all. <laughs> way too. Just the clips I've heard on the Kirk Minahan show is just way too overproduced. Um. Um. He had that great um, parody song "Rape," and that's about his peak. He just went downhill from there. Mm. And yeah, I just can't. I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to do it. Okay. So you know, my former
0: co-host Red used to do a a Rome wrap up segment. So won't be able to um, count on you for yeah, that one. But that's okay. I'm not listening to that. that. Um, just on the Chris Klamour thing, the fight with Kirk, um, look, I, I'm, I'm sort of, I, I'm not surprised Chris went to watch the show. Uh, maybe he should have just snuck in the back late and not made such a big scene. Um, oh, yeah. I, I was in there and he kind of, um, I saw him come out from the back and he looked pretty sheepish and then he got out of there. Quickly after the show, but you know, we on this sh- minifandom, we broke the story that uh, Chris and Kirk had had a fight. Montante got some inside word somehow that the fight had gone on, so so we had the news before pretty much anybody. Um, so well done, Mont- Mont- Montante.
1: Mont- Montante is part of the show, you know. He's he's a co-host. Hey, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Apple says he's got a got co-host. So
0: yeah, well, I don't know if you heard in the last show when they were talking about people coming in one, once a month. Um, Kirk had kind of cooled on Montante. He was a little bit, um, you know, I guess unsure whether he'd want Montante in once a month. And I think Kirk's disappointed Montante didn't go to the second show. That,
1: that yeah, because he, he off. sat out. Yeah,
0: I, I, I sat at the I, pub around the corner.
1: I don't understand why they would do that. But I, if I had a ticket to both shows, I'd be going to both shows. So you're going to get something different. He said that both shows would be similar but different. You paid a lot of money for it. You got to be there. You can't just mm. go to the pub to hang out. I, I get where Kirk's coming from, but I think he forgets how much of a fire uh, Montante was on the show. He was actually—I I, was—I didn't think he was going to be that great until he was on the show. After he was on the show, I'm like, hey, this guy's actually like decent. Like he's pretty good. So yeah, he's a very good um, talker. The only
0: thing is, um, like, he's an alcoholic gambling addict. So yeah,
1: you know, it'll suit him.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it'll, actually, <laughs> you're right. So it'll suit, but it'll suit Montante to do the show in the morning because you know after about sort of I think 4 p.m. he can't focus on anything because of all the bets he's laid. Like
1: you can yeah, ask and the Lauren. beers are hitting him. Just, yeah. Oh, what's that next game? Especially come football season.
0: Yeah, you can ask Lauren. Like once he's put a bet on, he just can't look you in the eyes. He's just you know always looking focused. at the TV and trying to have a so. Um, but yeah, entertaining we'll guy.
1: Like Kirk, like, yeah. they only really occasionally record at night when something's gone wrong with Dave's family, which, you know, is annoying, but they deal with it. So he still worked there. he can mm. still work. He could have yeah. you via remote.
0: That's true. Anytime, he'd love to have me on. Um, you can tell I mean, he was desperate. He was desperate to have me on the main show. Um, you know, wouldn't stop hassling me while I was over there. Um, my,
1: uh, my my insiders have told me that it was Cullinane that stopped it from going on the main show. So, you know. Kirk. kirk's a menace fan dave culinary who,
0: who, who told you that who told you that i'm just
1: making shit up All right, i know kirk go. would want you on the show because it's good content because uh, you know yeah. he always says he wants people that the Menace fans don't like and mm. there are minor fans out there that don't like menace and it's well, going to spark debate. I, I
0: think the way kirk did it was beautiful because included red um you know kirk actually i've got to tell you jamie off like Kirk was really nice. Like you know, he was like warm to me. Like he wasn't like huggy warm, but he was very friendly. Um, you know, he didn't have any of this act. Like you know how he can be a bit shirty with people. Like you yep. knew I'd come from the other side of the world, so um, nothing but good things to say about. Is the? the is he going to be?
1: Is he going to be happy that you're breaking down the fourth wall right now? That you're no, just making him no, seem like because, him
0: Okay. No, because I think it's overplayed what an asshole he is. Like um, you know, he. he yeah, he was very warm to me. Um, so, um,
1: I mean, yeah. in my chats with Steve in the lead up to when the Wilbur was first announced, and I said, "Look, hey, if I come over to Boston, I haven't bought a ticket, but if I can make my way over there, could I get a ticket?" And Steve said, "You know, we'll sort you out." So, they are accommodating to the Aussie Mina fans. They know we're here. They put a bit of shit on us from time to time, but they know we're here and we're growing. We've got a bit like eight or nine members now. Like that's
0: right. It's it's going very improved. very slowly um
1: it's only been three years give us time guys Uh,
0: what do you think about the comment kirk made that uh barstool have been promoting chris clemmer tons (laughs) but have they ever promoted kirk Minahan as much well what do you think
1: they're absolutely promoting the shit out of chris clemmer right now he's on everything he's on the rundown he's on the yak he's on dog um, walk the dog walk what's that show that vibs does um where they eat heaps of shit like it's just a gross show but he was on that and they're promoting the crap out of it. they're putting clips out on the youtube they're putting clips out on socials but kirk will say you know he's never asked for promotion but you know he doesn't have to ask he does a lot of good stuff on the show he has a lot of good people on a lot of good funny moments there are people in production over there jack mccarthy's one of them who likes kirk just clip it and put it out on socials kirk will bitch and whinge about it on the show of course but deep down he'll appreciate it so mm, but they're definitely I'm- putting him out yeah.
0: I listened to the Dave Portnoy show today, and they were talking about Kirk and what he was doing with Alex Bennett, and they were just talking about sort of some of the fallout from Kirk's show still. And I can tell Portnoy is getting more and more intrigued with the world that Kirk's built in Boston for this show and around the world because. Yeah, Portnoy doesn't pay attention, so he actually nope. wouldn't really listen to much. But I think he's kind of been a bit blown away with what Kirk did on those live shows, the craziness yeah. of the audience, and I think there's a bit of Portnoy that can sort of sniff the old bar stool, you know, like before it was kind of corporate and everything was sanitized. <laughs> he can, he can, he can see a bit of what he used to be in in and Kirk.
1: It's in Boston where it all began. You know, they talk about yeah. Milton Tuff, Kirk's in Boston. He's definitely intrigued about it because he said he's going to be at the next live show. I strongly doubt he actually will show up, but he said he was going to yeah. be there. So he's interested. He wants to see what these Minifans are like, and it's a good thing because we've come a long way from him absolutely hating on us and shitting on us every chance he gets. So Kirk's – the Stoolies and the Minifans fans are becoming one. Mm. I think the Wilbur show was huge to helping that because a lot of Stoolies sort of said, hey, this guy's not – a." a prick like we all thought, like he gets portrayed from other Barstool talents. So they talk about him on the Yak regularly now. I think, you know, he's warming to the idea that he's a Barstool. He's he's coming into the Barstool world a little bit more. The mini golf, the Alex Bennett stuff, you know, promoting her fight, trying to get, I mean, he's doing it to see Bruce Springsteen, but at least he's trying to immerse himself in the world. So gone yeah. is Willie Cologne and all those douchebags that treated him like shit and hated on him. They're irrelevant and Kirk outlasted him as we all knew he would, but I like the fact that the Stoolies and the Minifans are becoming one and people at Barstool are respecting the talent and what Kirk's built in the Miniverse in Boston. Away from Mm. everything, he has this. Yeah.
0: Uh, and, look, if Portnoy is intrigued, then that will mean a lot of um, eyeballs will be on Kirk. So very interesting. Um, obviously a huge mistake by Justin messaging the Vivo last lookout. <laughs> I mean, what I mean. a complete fuck-up. I mean, talk about getting too big for your boots, talking about getting ahead of his skis, to- talking about <laughs> you know his head getting too big. I
1: mean, yep. just, just can't understand it, Jamie. I mean... I feel like he's done this before and Kirk had the same reaction or Dave's done it before or Steve's done it. And he's been around the show long enough to know, just don't, just leave it. Don't do anything. Just, you know, Kirk doesn't give a shit about that type of stuff. He never looks at the account anyway. Yeah. It might be annoying for them, but it's the Kirk Minahan show, not the Justin and Dave show. That's the wrap up show that they do afterwards that no one listens to, but surely, (laughs) surely when he's typing a message, he's like, I shouldn't be doing this. Like, I know we've known Kirk for way too long to it. Would never cross my mind to do that. What did you think of the Jon Stewart episode? I was interested in it, I wanted to see what he's like in a bit more of a bigger dose, and it was good, it was funny, just you know kirk's reaction every time he tried to open up about something else and then john would just completely shut it down and move on to something else or they'd get off into a tangent about something and then john just straight back to the topic at hand it was funny but then you know to hear that justin had him on the wrap-up show and he asked if it was like in character or not and i'm like whoa i was like kirk wait a minute in character i thought this was just how john stewart was like that's what makes him awesome but I don't know. Oh, look, it's
0: all he, uh, well, I met him. He's it's not all an act, trust me. It's not all an act. He's <laughs> he's he's the way he is. I think he was he just I don't know, it's just probably the way his brain works. Um uh, look, he was in yeah, he, he was. look he was a he was a nice guy in person, lovely. I wish I'd talked to him more, but I thought he was fine on the show. Uh I, I thought it was weird, so um, you know, it worked, but I wouldn't I don't think he was someone you could have on regularly. Like I don't, no. I don't. I think even once a month would be too much. I think you could kind of check in with him, you know, as Dave was saying, maybe a couple of times a year, just for something different. Yeah. He's, he's a lovely guy, but he had sort of odd tastes and, you know, like all that, there was some weird sort of all the Felger and Maz stuff was weird. I don't know. Yeah. It just wasn't hundred percent for me.
1: Yeah. It's like, if you like Felger and Maz so much, how did you come across Kirk Minahan? Like mm. two different sides of the radio aisle, but yeah, it, it was okay, but like you said, a couple of times a year, maybe once a quarter, occasional phone call where he comes on and asks Kirk some questions and completely shuts Dave down. That was the best part, but yes, the acting like he was better than Dave and um, Justin. Yeah. That was pretty funny. I enjoyed but that. But I think,
0: yeah, but I think um, Kirk's forgotten. I don't know if you remember, but John Stewart, towards the end, used to shit on Steve a lot as well. Yeah. Um, they were all saying, oh, maybe Jon Stewart's this big Republican and he was a Steve guy, but they've forgotten that I think it's just part of his act. And who yeah. am I to criticise shitting on the producer? Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, we made a show out of it.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, so I think it's kind of he, he likes doing that. And he was funny. So um, yeah. look, I think you're right. You know, if he just calls in and shits on Cullinane for five minutes every
1: couple of months, that'd be perfect. I, I am. I, I would have loved to have seen the winner date with John Stewart. I think that would have been mm. a phenomenal show don't know how many people would have signed up for it, but it would have been good to, yeah, just see how he operates. I mean, you've seen him operate in the real world, not on the show, but it would have just been good to see how the girls would act around him, how the conversations would go. Like, But alas, we're going to probably get win a date with Justin Trudell. And, <laughs> I mean, that'll be cool, I guess. Uh, well,
0: look, I knew from the beginning Jon Stewart was never going to go for that win a date. Oh, yeah, I
1: had the same thought. I don't know why Kirk was not a chance. so
0: he got ahead of his skis there big time. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, he didn't even and- want to talk about his, like, relationship with his wife and how the, his son and their relationship is. He just shut that down. Like, why would he go for this? Exactly. No so, way. Um, so, yeah, have you got any other show takes? Um. I miss the good callers. Oh, you miss the Greg good callers? Trump. I mean, J-Rock's friend's pretty funny. That character was, was pretty good. But, yeah, I miss the, the good callers. I don't know where they've gone, but the calls just haven't been as good. There are the occasional you get one or two good, good ones a day, but yeah, I missed the, you know, the lineup of drunk Greg Hill into crying blind Mike into the president, Donald Trump. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it's, it's I think the quality because, of the
0: show. I mean, this is a real knock on, you know, Tim and Canton and Blind Mike's daddy, because I've got to say, there's a really intense little um calling group and, you know, they, they, they communicate all the time and they they're like a little you know a little clan and um so they call in radio stations they're always working on stuff so it's surprising that you know the they're not um calling Kirk show more and then they're not sort of drum yeah get some more bits going I mean that Tim McCann made me call Tom Shattuck's radio show um so I spoke to Tom Shattuck on
1: the radio I listened to the burn barrel, so yeah, I'm that guy. But um yeah, I, he oh, did yeah. mention that they were supposed to hang out with you and I'm like, Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Well, maybe for them, It'd be a bit beneath you, but you know Oh no, I'd love to hang out with Tom and Alice. They seem great. But they, he did he did mention that, you know, we gotta hang out with menes He called my show yesterday, Alice. And I'm like, yeah. Oh shit, he called his show. Fuck. <laughs> All right. That was but, funny. yeah, they call this yeah, I just missed call the good. Suck. Even Tim and Canton, like He's probably the best one still going around and because he's the best to ever do it. But I, I want more like I, – I put a tweet out today because it was about that competition of spend a night in the back of Justin's car and you can get on the show. Tim and Canton should be in there for a show just so it could be a whole two hours of you know Tim going through history of the show and Kirk failing to get any of the questions right. Yeah. I think that would be a good couple of hours.
0: Uh, look, I, I, yeah, I agree. I'd love to see Tim and Can from that in the in the studio. He's a, he's a great guy. He was such a good host. Um, but but look, actually, I'll throw something at you and I sort of tweeted it out. But I've been sort of thinking about it, and this is no slight on the people that have been in studio. Like I tweeted it out um, the day after John Stewart's episode, and it was just sort of <laughs> it, it sort of made me think. You know, my thinking is it is actually time for Blind Mike to do all the shows because. His shows are now so much better than the other Mm. shows that I think uh, Kirk should make it a priority. And I know he doesn't want to pressure uh, blind Mike, so maybe he doesn't say to Mike, you're coming in full time. He just says, look, commit to three shows. I'm going to pay you a a little bit of money because, you know, I'm expecting, you know, you to be there three times a week. Uh, but it's, I'm not expecting you to be a full-time employee, so you still just have to turn up, do your thing, and go. Uh, if they can do something like that, I actually think they could, you know, Mike there three days a week is the gold standard. And then, you know, if they get someone extra in, then there's an extra mic there. They just have a, you know, an yeah. extra voice like they did with Greg Bowler. What do you think? Is it time for blind Mike
1: to go back to three shows? Yeah, I don't know why he came back. When he came back from his sabbatical, he came back as the full time co host kind of guy, just not working for Barstool. So I don't know why they, I get you want to try Chris, Chris Klammer. He's weird. He's fun. He's quirky. But yeah, the shows are a thousand times better with Blind Mike. It's why he's there at the Wilbur. It's why he's there at Saco. It's he is, you know, for us, he's the guy we know as Kirk's, you know, sidekick, his little Bubba Booey guy. Like it would be good. I just, I just don't think he'd want to do it. I know you could yeah. like not really coax him on oh, you. Look, you're not working for Barstool, although I don't think he cares so much about that anymore. Him and Dave seem to be in a better spot. But mm. I just don't know if he'd commit to doing it three times, even if you paid him cash in hand for the three visits. It just seems like he's got a little bit going on with the Blind Mike project. And Blind Mike why are project you laughing? Out, by the way. Yeah. And yeah, he's very focused on that and the new Quincy show, but it would be good because he is clearly the best third man in on the show and yeah bring in you know like they did with greg Pollard. they had chris and blind mike and occasionally so they can do the extra man in and maybe blind mike and kirk can gang up on the new guy and put shit on him the whole show yeah so just it would be good yeah so blind mike back
0: to three days um do you think they will move studios or in the end they will
1: stay put i have about it I have no confidence that Cullene's gonna move the studio. I think Kirk will cool down on his take. I get that the bugs are annoying. I get that the heat pissed him off a lot that day. But I think, you know, move across a couple of weeks' time. Cullinane continues to make excuses why it's not happening. Kirk will just get frustrated and be like, you know what? Fuck it, we'll just stay here. I think they've only got a one year lease. So just ride it out and then you move a clean break. Cause I think it could get messy. I don't know what commercial leasing is like, but and doesn't seem like Cullenane does either, even though he works in property um it, i just don't think buster is going to be keen to break a lease because it's going to cost him a lot of money i'd say even with the yeah. clause i still think yeah. they won't win it yeah yeah, yeah it doesn't no, seem no like chance.
0: this is strong enough case uh, so i've been in the studio it's fine It's it's a good location all it needs is like a cleaner and uh, someone to give it a bit of love and attention i mean you've you've got these you know the No one seems to love that place. It's very, you know, no one's put in the time um, Mm. to make it um, more hospitable. But it's a fine space and they've got a lot of
1: room. Um, Yeah. Yeah, there's like, what, two other rooms there? The the Justin Trudell Memorial Studio and then another room there that they could probably, I don't know, get someone Dave knows to give massages or something. But I'm still waiting for the mural. We talked about the mural
0: there's, like some there. yeah.
1: There's some painting there. Yeah, I'm a bit
0: disappointed. Like, John Stewart went in and stole the grill. I didn't grill. take anything. I just recorded the show and left. I should have gone in and, like, stolen something from...
1: No, you're an honest <laughs> the, Minahan. You're an, yeah. an, an honest Minahan. Sorry, not Minahan. Uh, you could have stolen Kirk's water bottle. You know, it's got his DNA on it. We could clone him and, you know, make an Australian Kirk Minahan. No, that would be so good. He'd um, say the C you- word so many times. Mm, what did you think of... Dave Cullinane's
0: ludicrous story about the eye doctor. <laughs> I <laughs> well, was, I mean, I was starting. He he's getting hard at the eye doctor. I mean, what's going on with
1: him? He's such Jesus. a oversexed young man. He's a 15-year-old boy. Yeah, but he is. he's like 50. Like, I just don't know. Like Kirk said it himself. It's so hard to pinpoint how old Dave actually is because he says things and remembers things from like Kirk's generation and yet gets hard at an optometrist because the doctor was quote hot. So I just, I don't understand it. Like how hard was he when he saw the mina ladies walking into the <laughs> real oh, like well. theater? It I, can, I can, hard don't blame him.
0: I really don't blame him. They were whew. anyway. um <laughs> Sorry. I lost my train of thought thinking about them. Um Look, the only thing is like how close
1: would she have gotten? Like, you know, I mean, it'd be close, right? But the machine yeah. is in front of you. Like you're looking it's into a like... machine. You're not looking at her. Like just, yeah. uh, he he is a he is an enigma. I mean, I thought Steve was a weird character as we got to learn to know him more. But I thought we knew Dave Cullenane, But we we I don't even think we've scratched the surface. This guy is <laughs> he's weird. And
0: and do you like him? Well, we're, we're a year in now. You know, you, you were sort of you were sort of casual fan of Steve's. Um, yeah. He where are you like
1: now? Where I like
0: that.
1: Named? Yep. I'm a Cullen Angle. Like I said, he he sent me the shirt when the sh- the show first came out. He sent me my stuff. I've still got him here. I like him. He's great for the show. Just <laughs> Kirk's dismissal of him when he tries to give ideas. How he shuts him down. The stupid things that he says. He's Steve without the arrogance mm. and technical ability. Like he's good. Yeah, he's not Steve good, but he's up there. Yeah.
0: And, and do you think so? I, what do you think, what do you say to the people, the, the Kelleher's, the sneakers, the the people out there that say the show's on the decline? You know, you haven't been on Minifandom for a while, and, you know, you and I have been recording these shows for going on three years now, so you've got a, a really good sort of bird's eye view of the show. You know, what do you say to the doubters out there, Jamie?
1: I think the show is almost as good as it's ever been right now. I think its quality well, is so go. good. Thanks,
0: Red. We got Red back. Listeners out there, reds back. When I Keep see joking.
1: when I see the Kirk Minahan show pop up and I see an outrageous title like the one today, I get harder than David at an optometrist appointment. Like I just get excited, ready for the show to come out, and it is at its peak. I don't think there's been a bad episode for six, seven months now. There was a time when it dropped down, like the transition between Steve and Dave was a lull, but that was only for a couple of months. I think, I think he's enjoying it more too. He might deny it. But I think he's in a place where he's loving the show. He hinted at it, it, it coming back in September for five days a week. So that won't happen. I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm happy with three days a week. We're still getting six hours of content a week. It's still great. But I think it's Never about been as good then. as it's ever been right now. Good. Oh, I mean, good the FOMO I had missing the Wilbur show, that looked like the great <laughs> – oh, I, I only saw brilliant. the I only saw the backstage, but it looked amazing. Like yeah, ah, look, uh, I wanted to be there. You know,
0: um, anyway, it was incredible. The best holiday I've had. Um uh, I'm I'm not surprised Kirk said this week female singers do nothing for him. Um Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> he said it would come across as sexist and it what well, it, it, it did, but then he clarified it. Um, but you know, Kirk Kirk's, you know, he it's it's a very masculine vibe around the KMS show. It's all the listeners are mainly men. He never has yeah. any women on. Um, he, he doesn't target women, but he likes to kind of make fun of them. Like the, this, this shade steel stuff. So it doesn't surprise me when he says female singers do nothing for him.
1: I mean, I'm sure blind Mike deep down was agreeing with him. Cause we all know blind Mike's thoughts about women and mm. women who accuse people of things, but uh, I don't disagree to be honest. Like, and I get, it's the whole Ooh. women sing about things that you know Edgy. mean something to them whereas you know i'm not a massive bruce springsteen fan but he think, sings things that men can relate to like we feel it a lot more like i don't know surely i'm not i'm not the only one who agrees with him right like no no absolutely not I like women right. women are cool yeah i mean i like make me hard. Uh, like, uh, like uh, I'm you know clean. i'm i'm i guess
0: i'm just more maybe more balanced because i like both about the same anyway just look everyone's
1: different (laughs) i mean there are some like women singers that like adele i agreed with him i thought she's pretty awesome Mm. lord's got some really good songs that i like Billy Irish has one song about suicide that you know. Yeah, well, we ever, don't need to hear all the
0: female <laughs> the- <laughs> I'm just trying let's, to, you know, get my name okay, out. Yeah, of my let's let's get into the listener <laughs> it's questions. <too> late.
1: <laughs> let's get into the listener questions.
0: Uh, firstly, we've got actually three new reviews I'm gonna read out on Apple iTunes. A uh, five stars. This is from 1977 stats. I really enjoyed this show. Menes is a strangely is strangely a likable character and is a competent host. I wonder why he doesn't have a live show on the KMN YouTube. Now I'll answer that question, um, stats guy look, the main reason is uh, I don't want to do video. I just want to do a straight audio show for minifandom just because it's much easier to execute. You can be sort of anywhere and you can record audio. Yeah. So minifandoms Fandom's a hobby. Uh, I don't have a lot of, you know, I don't want to have to worry about where I record for the video. And and it doesn't look good then to just put a, an audiogram up on the k YouTube, which is just yeah. a, a static image for an hour. So that's why um, if if I were ever able to do Mens Live again, where I would have access to take calls, then, of course, uh, I would be on the, the network. Um, next line from 1977 Stats, I know Kirk has had his issues with him in the past, but lately I've been thinking it could be a credibility a credibility issue. He was saying people were shouting men as men as from bars located 50 to 100 metres away from the Wilbur Theatre the other night. That seems very unlikely to me. Anyway, keep up the good work. I thought that was a nice review. <laughs> And, and do you see what I'm saying yeah, about very the you, A competent yeah. host. Yeah. And do you see what I'm saying about not doing video? It's just much easier. You know, from the shows you do, it's much easier when there's no video.
1: Yeah, it's it's easier to put together, and yeah, you don't have to worry about background distractions and things like that. Mm. You know, yeah, you audio is so much better.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. So just just following on from 1977 stats. Now he says that no one was shouting men manners. So this is from the next review, Brendan five stars shouting menace menace is great my but my buddy was the one person shouting menace from the bar before the wilbur so it did happen so there you go At least one stats. Person. you have to apologize he says that i says brendan he says so hundreds of people shouting menace i never said that i said 100 meters away um but he said i was a nice little bloke when we got to meet him enjoy this show immensely he says he can't believe Kirk gave him gave me no shine at the Wilbur. Kirk's likely concerned manners could overtake him. Well, know no, that's mm. a controversial statement. I disagree with the last part. Um, uh, a few people said to me oh, they thought it was strange Kirk didn't sort of go. Oh, he's come all the way from Australia, but I think Kirk did enough for me bringing me into the studio. Yeah, it was his night. Didn't need to do that. He he was
1: obviously. Um,
0: yeah, he, he just it was his night.
1: Yeah, I mean, he also didn't really, from what I've heard, didn't really acknowledge the fact that Clemmer was there and he wasn't happy about that. Like you said, he had a plan. It was his night. He did a lot for you while you were over there. Like full credit to him to bring you into studio, to meet him. He didn't have to do that, but full. it just shows you how great a person he is. Mm. But yeah, I know you wouldn't have been expecting him to do that. No, and
0: Blind Shut Mike, <laughs> no, 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 and Blind Mike might made fun of me in his stand up in one of the shows. So I sort of yeah, saw clips of, the... of it. So, but yeah, he made fun of me. So that was good. So um, yeah, uh, next review this is from Maddie. Uh, five stars, great show. What a world this is. So three great reviews and uh, nineteen seventy seven stats guide like an apology because my credibility is still intact. And it wasn't just one person screaming from the bars, but you know it was like. Three or four. And then there was like hundreds of people outside the world. But so whatever. We don't need to get into numbers.
1: One person starts, you know, it just oh oh my god, menace. Oh, menace, menace. It turns into, you know, like I said, three it, or four hundreds of people. It, it,
0: Craig even said it on the blind Mike project this week. Uh he he sort of talked about um, fans running up to me. So whatever. All right. Next um question. This it's all that's all self-indulgent. I didn't mean it to come across that way. There were just three <laughs> reviews that I like to read out the reviews because then I think it encourages people. To, to put more in, 100%. Yeah. Uh, Dash Shamed. McKinnon, um, do you believe in ghosts? Jamie, do you believe in ghosts? Yes. Okay,
1: yeah. I, I'm I just, undecided. Yeah, I mean, I've been on ghost tours. I've seen shit that's not normal. So, yeah. Mm. Just, um, yeah, it'd be cool if they were, if they did exist. Yeah. Dash McKinnon, do you prefer to
0: be called short or stocky? Um pfft. Probably short. Stocky comes across as fat. Um, yeah, but but I yeah. don't mind. I mean, um, either one's they're, they're much of a muchness And Dash says, "Tell Jamie I love him."
1: Okay. Love you too, Dash. I okay, this that. is from
0: this is from Andy Mayo. Why didn't
1: Jamie come to the Wilbur? Why not? Because I'm poor. Okay, fair enough. Um, no, nah, I just the 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 whole. I couldn't I couldn't believe that you managed to sort it out. I know they so, I never thought that the date they rechanged it to was going to stay basically and my all my annual leave was booked in other times and in my job we sort of get told when you can take leave it's hard to swap it so i'm really really hoping and i've told my missus that i'm probably going to the states in march because i really want to be at the next live show because i had such FOMO. so i'm yeah, sorry right. Mayor, you didn't get to meet the taller aussie Miner fan Mayor's maybe great, in march
0: man. we had a great time together he's a terrific guy and uh, yeah look it was the once in a lifetime yeah they're fine in real life um <laughs> They're bigger in real life, but they're fine. Um, (laughs) I, um, Yeah, it was a a once-in-a-lifetime thing for me, Jamie. So, you know, hopefully you can go um, next time. Um, All right, next question. This is from my former co-host, KMS Reddit, or Red. Um, Please speak to Cullinane's great leadership on Monday's show, providing a little bit of cover for Justin. What do you think,
1: uh, Jamie? I just think that's how Dave is. I think he sort of feels that he's slowly going to make his way over to being Dave's fault anyway, so he might as well just jump in front of the bullet and get it over and done with. Even though I really don't think Dave was going to come under any scrutiny, that was all Justin's doing. But Mm. I just feel like that's how he feels like he has to be, and it's also a little bit, you know, he always wants to be sort of the the highlight, be in the spotlight. So, oh, Justin's getting a lot of shit put on him by Kirk. I better, I better get my share of this. So, you're right. It was. It's a good boss to do that for uh, an underling, but he does it a little bit too much and it's always unnecessary. Just needs to let Justin take his licks. He's not going to learn if he doesn't take him himself. Yeah, I think it was a case of then
0: just Carl like rattling off, babbling away and sort of slowly getting himself in more shit. Um, yeah. yeah. And I do not look Justin's cause. So Red says speak to Cullinane's great leadership. It wasn't great leadership. Great leadership would have been giving Justin clearer messages in that conversation yeah. they had. So Justin didn't message people yeah. in the first place.
1: That, 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 that question was a little cunty. i gotta be got to be honest. Um, but, yeah, it's – It's yeah, You heard Justin talk about, you know, you said this. They had a conversation about it, and clearly Dave wasn't clear – Mm-hmm. About what the mandate from Kirk would be, and and we, I mean, we don't even need to have a conversation to know what the mandate with Kirk, from Kirk would be. Don't fucking exactly. message them, just exactly. ignore it.
0: Like, all right, next question,
1: Danny and Bill Ricker,
0: how many times has Kirk's Kirk reached out to beg you to move to the US and join the main show since your visit, Danny? Discussions are underway. That's all I'm saying.
1: I don't. I don't want to go into it. I said oh, the over we'll it. under at 10 and a half on the basketball sports book. So, and I'm pretty sure that over's
0: getting hammered. <laughs> uh, Christian Methuen, why did you leave the weed chat? Well, you might get this one, Jamie, because of the time difference, when the chats in the U S are popping is sort of just when I'm starting work, they're like nine or 10 in the morning yeah. here. And they're very distracting when I'm at work, if I have yep. Twitter open in there. And also, you know, I want to read the chats. They're funny. Um, so, unfortunately, a lot of the time I just have to dive out of them. When, like, I enjoyed them, especially when I was away, it was perfect because I was on the same time zone. It's the same time. Know. Yeah. You <laughs> could do meeting of the minds at night when you had nothing else to do, like those idiots. So uh, that's why it's not personal. Question here from John Stewart Men at work, was it hype or happening? Well, John, men at work was happening, but about 40 years ago, maybe yeah. longer.
1: And it only really gets played at parties or social gatherings in Australia now when people are already absolutely hammered. It sort of just be- puts people in a happy mood because everyone knows the lyrics. We've heard it a thousand times. Yeah, it
0: wasn't hype, though. I mean, it's a great song. Australia's a great country, you know, yeah. greatest country on earth. Um, blessed to live here. But All right, next question. Uh, this is from Himothy. What's worse, the flight to America or the flight back, all things considered, time change, etc. cetera? jamie have you ever been to the states
1: no but i would say it would be the flight back just purely because you're leaving he's
0: guessing he's guessing
1: yeah i mean for well, me it would it be
0: because you're so
1: excited to get there on the
0: flight there no, right no it wasn't no, no 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 i mean i was excited but the flight back was way better so i'll tell you why uh, people who listen to me fandom will know some of this but on the way over i sat next to this little cunt called ryan this you know three-year-old boy with you know, <sighs> hair down to his ankles, elbowing me, oh, feet on me. Um, so, so I didn't sleep for 13, 14 hours. Yes, could have been a culinary. Um, And then and then you get on a flight from L.A. to Boston in the middle of the day where you can't sleep. So by the time I got to Boston, I was wrecked. Um, so, so it wasn't great. Coming back, though, the first flight was Boston to L.A., which was fine, and then I got on... Then it was catching a night flight from LA to Sydney and I, I didn't have some little kid next to me. I just had some normal, I think some young girl, like 20 year old girl who just literally watched, took photos, took selfies of herself for 13 hours and watched, you know, TV. Um, So no elbowing. J-Rock? Off- what? Did you get any pics for J-Rock?
1: 20 year old girl <laughs> right up his alley.
0: Uh, No, Jay Rock. No, can you imagine I showed her a photo of Justin? if She was, yeah, she, she. Anyway, um, so, so there was much better coming back because I could sleep on that flight, and then I got off in Sydney, and I was kind of okay. So, uh, all in all, I would say the flight back was much better, much better, and time
1: diff. Yeah, time I was
0: difference just thinking was. in
1: general, you know, like yeah, you're excited to get there. You're going to see the minifans. You're going to the wheelbar. You're going to Boston. The flight back is like, oh, fuck, i got to go back to Sydney. As great as it is,
0: you mm. know, it's not a holiday. Yeah.
1: And jet lag-wise, it was
0: about the same. Like, it wasn't too bad either way this time. Um, I took melatonin a couple of nights just to help adjust, so that helped. We are uh, recording. And, and, and some heroin. So that's how adjusted yeah. <laughs> he is. It's 4 a.m. right now. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's normal. Um, <laughs> yeah, we always do it at this time. All right, now have you got any more show stuff you want to get off your chest before we get into the what have you been watching? What well,
1: what have Red's parents
0: been watching from heaven segment?
1: Um, not really. We've sort of covered it all—the John Stewart stuff, the Wilbur Show FOMO. Oh, that's one thing I got. Who was your favorite minifan to meet or catch up with? Lauren.
0: Uh, and look, it, it's, 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 it's 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 hard to to to. To single someone out um yeah it's hard to single someone out. all i'm saying i was sort of i wrote a little diary of like all the minor fans i caught up with and and, and there was no real favorite um but they were just yeah i can't i can't pick a favorite apart from Lauren. I mean, i'll just
1: leave g- it at that gig <laughs> and tony up in maine would have been fucking uh, awesome i mean they, but they honest. were all awesome but you know
0: rob you know if, if i lived in boston rob and i'd be going out all the time tim Ridgeolds is crazy tim and canton's amazing montante's um you know montante and dave are great guys Um, uh, plus i met tons of other people you know neil um f- from the germ- germanic background i'm not even going to call him a Nazi anymore because he doesn't like it um you know oh, really? Mick, they're just this yeah just so many great Minifans. fans um so yeah, had to single out one. Uh, surprising, no one was really surprising. So sneakers was like chirping on Twitter that I was nice to him in person, and then I was sort of shit talking him here, but I wasn't shit talking him. It's just after the show, he you, I could just hear sneakers whinging. I wasn't that good. Like he's such a whiny little bitch, you know. <laughs> he must have the most miserable life. But yeah, you know, he was fine in person. So uh, yeah, the, no favourites. But all I'm saying, if you went Jamie, you you would have the best time.
1: Yeah, I like I said, the even, FOMO even was Kelleher.
0: Kelleher was weird, but it was you know, one of the highlights of the trip was live tweeting my conversation with Rich Kelleher. I mean, <laughs> they were I think six of the best tweets I've ever put out there. Um <laughs> good interaction yeah. or great guy. We had a lovely chat. He's he's freaky as fuck, but I mean, who isn't? Who isn't Jamie? We're
1: fans, Look at us, it's a cult. Like, yeah. And so <laughs>
0: what's happening next? Um so, well, we're recording this after the Monday show. So they're actually going to record a show, yeah, soon. like Probably now, yeah. Yeah, in Very the next soon, couple of so. hours. Um, and that'll be with Mike. And then I think on Friday they're having Ryan Glass in. And this is one of the, like, I think Ryan's going to be bad. And I think, yeah. you know, it would be better if Mike was there as well. And, and Glass Spiegel was just there for a little bit.
1: It is probably one of those shows where it would be good to have Mike there because I don't know if this guy gets the show. So it could be really, really bad. But if Mike's there, mm-hmm. at least there's a little bit of a buffer because Mike gets the show, the jokes will still carry, the inside stuff still carries. But as Kirk said today, when that um consultant was talking about, you know, he didn't know what was going on, it's like, because this show is one thousand percent inside. If you haven't been here from yes. the start, you got no fucking chance. Like yeah, yeah. so if he doesn't um, watch the show or if he's only been told what his dad tells him, like it's it's gonna be terrible. That's why, you know, Mike should be there. Yeah. Or just don't even bother Um, him. Just shoot Mike. Bring Mike in. Yeah, exactly. Um, Or pipe
0: me in from, uh, you know, going to studio. (laughs) I know Kirk's desperate to have me back on the show. Um, All right. um, So, look, we always do a bit of pop culture. Um, You know, what have you been watching lately, Jamie? Uh,
1: I've been watching the Star Wars Clone Wars TV series again. I got into a Star Wars rhythm when I was off work for six weeks with an injury. So I watched all the movies, all the TV series, and now I'm in Clone Wars. So, Okay. Yeah, I bought yeah. a Clone Loving Wars a
0: T-shirt. I bought a Star Wars Clone Wars T-shirt. I, I love that series, and it was it's uh, great.
1: What injury? What injury did you do? I tore my calf eight centimeters, and it was about a centimeter above the Achilles tendon, which would have completely fucked my. Ouch! So How did you do that? Playing soccer because okay. pretending well, I'm young well. still, and I realize I'm not. So, so have you retired now from soccer? Yeah, I'm not doing that ever, ever again. It was I couldn't walk yeah. for five days. Like I sat on my ass watching Star Wars. Justin's dream job. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. Um, well, I, I watched um
0: Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse last night. I've never seen that. Have you ever seen that?
1: Is that the cartoon one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah. It's. Yeah, I really like that one. Yeah, it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be.
0: Mm. one of the better animated films i've seen i watched on um netflix the gray man the new um sort of spy thriller with um chris evans um
1: who's the other yeah guy? i got an email of that from netflix today oh, Ryan <laughs> so Gosling. Enjoy this. Um, that
0: was fun i don't want to spoil it for everyone because probably people haven't had time but if you you know, want to kill a couple of hours it's certainly possible murders in the building is great
1: um, I've heard Kirk talking about that too. I've got to probably jump into that. I'm just trying to finish the Clone Wars. It's so fucking massive. Because I also mm. want to, I mean, Dave highly recommended, what is, was it The Terminalist or something? Uh, no. And I feel like you terrible. know, it's an A-list celebrity. You've got to watch it, right?
0: I've read reviews <laughs> of that. No, no, no. But
1: it's an A-list That's... celebrity. you got to watch it. <laughs> yeah. It's what they say. you got to watch Yeah, you've got to finish it. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm still banging through um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, that Marvel series. Oh, the Marvel so... series, Yeah. Yeah, I spoke on Minifandom about a while ago. I mean, look, I'm only a dozen or so episodes in and I've got like six seasons of it. Um, So that's pretty fun. Um, And I'm also, I also Kirk mentioned a documentary on Alanis Morissette and I watched that on the plane coming back from the US and it was great. And I didn't know that Jagged Little Pill Was the second biggest selling album by a female artist and the 12th biggest album of all time ever.
1: Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. From Lars Morissette. Yeah. 12th biggest album ever. I mean, she was in the right time for her sort of music and the way she sort of, the lyrics for her songs, you know, that 90s, early 2000s. It's kind of, it was a weird time, the 90s. I was young, but I understood it. I got through it and it was just a weird time. But she, I mean, I saw Is her that? in live in Sydney on that tour,
0: on the Jagged Little Pill tour, and she she filmed some of the documentary. Feature, yeah, it was great, amazing, Part of history right amazing, there. amazing.
1: What did you think but of Obi wan Hmm,
0: I, I have spent, can I say, you know, countless hours thinking about it, even more hours listening to podcasts talking about it. <laughs> I, I cannot come to a decision on it because, and, and this is where I rest. This is where I rest on it. it it's it's like a, a bad cricket team or a bad sports team. The gap between the best part of the show and the worst part is way too big. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's so some re- amazing parts of Kenobi, probably yeah. enough amazing parts for me to think the show was worthwhile, but just hanging underneath it all is some complete absolute fuck-ups yeah. that make you cannot forget.
1: I think I've watched it through twice. I think I need to watch it a few more times because you're right. The way it finished is why you probably think it was good, but you got to remember what it was like in the early days where it was really slow and boring, and a lot of things didn't happen in the first few episodes. So I think if I watch it through more times, I'll probably have a better gauge on it, but you just finish on that that amazing scene with Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. And it just makes you think it was amazing. So
0: no, but he should have killed him. He should have
1: killed him. Yeah, but you and know, he can. wasn't going to because but, we but, have... but he, you, then
0: that, it's terrible. Why does he just leave him there? Like
1: if that's how, she, if it came out,
0: it's like leaving Hitler alive, alive. Yeah. yeah. I,
1: I just want, I just want a Vader series. Now, like Kirk said, I just want Darth Vader. What does he do yeah. between when he becomes Vader and a new hope? Just fucking shit up. He, what he does, Maybe mix in the Force Unleashed video game where he had his apprentice that he was trying to use to take over the Emperor, but Kirk's right. Just give me give me Vader. I don't care anymore. Just give me Vader. The Andor series, mm. I'll watch it because it's Star Wars, but give me Vader. Honestly, yeah, kill I'd like him to, I'd like to see. I'm looking forward to Andor.
0: That's going to be really good starting yeah. next month. Really I looking mean, forward to that.
1: Rogue One was probably the best Star Wars movie in the last two decades. Yeah. Yeah, two decades, yeah. It's pretty close to it. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. All right. I'm going to go, Jamie, running out of time. Um, So look, great to catch up. Yeah. Great to catch up. Um, We'll definitely do it again. Uh, You know, all the listeners out there uh, who support me in a fandom, you know, I'll be trying different people. Obviously it's a sad loss losing red. I sort of wonder if there's more to it than him just having personal stuff going on, whether I did something to him, whether I said something, uh, you know, he he's always says it's a comedy podcast, but sometimes when the jokes were directed at him, I don't know. If, anyway,
1: I just hope didn't want it, it was all the personal stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we had a great time together. I mean, he was a great, he was, you know, still the best co-host I've ever worked with.
1: Um, you guys were really good together. Like yeah. I was there at the start of Minifandom, Fandom and it was, yeah, you guys had a really good sort of, Combination. Um yeah. struggling for a word. Better than Kirk and Mike. But I mean that's not Ooh. hard. Kirk's right up Ooh. here and Mike's like down here. Oh, it's still good, but you know, you don't have the peak of Kirk, but you also don't have the lull of Mike. So that's very kind. And, and I'm a gearhead, all right. I like Mike. I'm I like gearhead him on a show, but you know, from what he did at I the I met live Craig.
0: Show, I met Craig, I met Craig is you a Craig guy?
1: I'm a Craig guy. He's helped me out a little bit with my show, my own show with getting some music and stuff like that. I love I love VGS. So I'm a I'm a what are we call a very good boy? <laughs> no, <really? laughs> the VGB. So yeah. yeah, I'm one of those guys. So shout Mike, out to the voice. Mike, Mike was Mike giving us. Craig a
0: load of shit for the, the selfie I made Craig take with me, um, <laughs> the, and then Mike was saying on Blimey Project, oh, can, you know, I wonder if there were minor fans who are like too nervous to go up to to say hello to Craig in manners like." Um, Cause, yeah, cause Mike thought the like whole thing movie. was very funny. Mike, the whole thought th- the whole thing was very funny. Um, all righty. Well, uh, everybody, thanks for listening to Minna Fandom. Uh, we'll be back soon. Jamie, take care.
1: You too, man. Take it easy.